What is up, everybody? We are back in the booth again with another podcast for you. As always, I am your host, C3, alongside with Todd and John. And this is Intentional Dangerfield. What's good? Everything, fellas. Spring, springtime. Mm -hmm. Opening day today of MLB. The (laughs) Yankees come out roaring. (laughs) Six to one opening day win. My boy, Giancarlo Staunton mm-hmm. showed up and showed out. Uh-huh. Two he run did. shot. Mm. First at bat. Oh, first at bat? Yes, sir. <laughs> Gets up again. Not another I- shot. I was about to say, what? RBI double. <laughs> Brent so- Gardner hit a home run. Another guy hit a home run that slips my mind at the moment. Bronx Bombers. Who'd you guys play? Role. Toronto Blue Jays. And that that team's going to be stacked. Yes. Yeah, they're going to be stacked too. Yes. Mm. So, it's a good day for opening day. First of all, shout out to T-Mobile for giving me a free whole year of MLB. Oh wow. TV. Very nice. Yes. So, I never get to watch my team on TV cuz we live in Illinois. And my favorite team is the Atlanta Braves. So I'm like, I'm about to watch Braves games. Now you have a season pass, season tickets to everything. Yes. Thank you, uh, (laughs) T-Mobile. For real. Like season tickets are nice to events when you're live and all that. But I definitely enjoy the like the MLB package Mm -hmm. or uh, NBA package. Right. If I was a. NFL fan, definitely the NFL package. Yes. Yes. But that's dope. You get to yeah, watch any dope. game you want all season from your house. Now, can you I watch it st- on your phone, too? I, I yes. Wa- I watched wow. it on the phone, and I was like, you know what? I'm about to mirror this onto the TV. Mirrored it onto the TV. <laughs> I'm live. And the Braves, they were getting beat. I think it was like Three to zero, four to zero, and my boys came back with a walk off home run. <laughs> Killed it. Great Nick Markakis. Nick Markakis. So y'all have Markakis now. Yes, yes, and our team is mm, we we might be a little suspect, but it's always good to start the season off with a bang, with a victory. Yes, mm. thank you, T Mobile. shout out to you know companies doing that because you know they gave you that and then i've seen somewhere else where you know they give it out netflix subscriptions and other things like that too t-mobile is doing it all like we're not getting we're not getting uh paid or or any of that to shout out t-mobile but I've i've had them for probably about three four years and at first they was like, man, I'm about to leave T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. And then they're stepping their game all the man, way they up. Are. They like, are. Now their towers is, I can ride and still have service. That's good because now, I mean, things need to be competitive out mm-hmm. here. So, you know, yes. AT&T and at, yeah. Verizon, they, say, they need to beware. Because was, was, is Verizon <laughs> the top? I don't know. It's Verizon. Mm-hmm. I, I would say Verizon and AT and T are yeah, Coke and Pepsi. Most definitely, most definitely. for sure. And I, man, AT and T better step it up pretty soon because they're falling. 
they're falling because they were the giant and they haven't done anything for nobody. Mm-hmm. And you're still paying a hundred dollars. Yes, month. sir. But you know what I told myself? I said that um, I'm whatever phone company I go with because I'm about to switch phone companies again. I'm thinking about going with Verizon. I'm going to buy a stock in there because I'm. I, I, this is something I got to pay every single month. So why not buy a stock? And what I'm investing my money in. You a free agent. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now would be the time to invest in them. The stocks and everything are down mm-hmm. right now. Get your money into Dang. it. On top of that, it's a hard way to get your money into the market, guys. So if you're looking to get your money into stocks like John was just talking about, just research some apps in the app stores. Mm-hmm. There's Robinhood. There's Coinhood, just to name two of them, that'll get you into stocks, not crypto, stocks. That's dope. Hey, man, I just uh, was talking to the guy today about um, different type of, uh, like, IRAs, deferred comps, stuff like that. And, uh, man, like, he was, like... We was talking about it, and he's like, "Man, if you save six dollars a day, which is one eighty a month, mm-hmm. that's good money. You're going mm-hmm. to be a bu- uh, a millionaire by the time you retire. If you work for thirty years and put up six dollars a day, mm-hmm. lunch, you you'll be a million million strong when you're done for after thirty years, twenty five wow. years of working. I'm just like." I might not be able to put that much in right now, but man, I got to get started. That's the whole point with investing. You have to get started. The sooner you are, the better off you'll be because you could put, like he's saying, you could put a little in if you started a long time ago versus a big amount now going forward. Because the whole thing about investing is compound interest. Mm-hmm. Once compound interest takes effect, things start to exponentially expand. Yes. And that's what you want. That's what yeah, you want. I, I was talking, he, he was saying like, uh, you know, there would be cats that save up a million dollars and then they can just live off the interest and never even touch that million dollars. Right. Yeah. And, and just live off the interest from the million. You know, it's like... You're living a better life when you're done working than uh, while you were working. Well, for sure. I mean, and that's for several reasons. You know, ideally, like you said, by the end of your working career, you would have paid off things that was taking the majority of the amount of your regular income at your younger part of your years, like your house. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Once you pay that off or don't have that payment coming out, whether it's five hundred to four thousand, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm like so. I'm about to get started, man. Like, I you know that's a, a a reason why I think the cycle continues with us mm-hmm. is because we're not leaving anything for our families, right? And I'm glad you bring that you brought that up because I was having a discussion with one of my uh, my close friends, and to speak to speak to that to a further degree is not only is it about your deferred comp and your savings that you are able to leave behind, 
it's your 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 uh, life insurance. Mm-hmm. People are being left hundreds of thousands of dollars that are paying a hundred or two hundred a month into, and so when they expire, their families have a quarter, a half of a million dollars to work with. Mm-hmm. That's substantial amount of money. It, it That's is. nothing you can save. You can save that. You can get that in your IRA. You can do things like that. But accompany that with your death upon your life insurance. Right. Now somebody has $750,000, a million dollars. I know somebody that has a million dollar policy. Yeah. I mean, man, you look at it, man, like, when we have when we have our seeds, it's imperative for them to for us to leave them something, so then they can leave their kids something, and so they can leave their kids something. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that that doesn't happen too much with the black person. You know what I'm saying? This d- d- doesn't. You know? So it's, I'm looking. You know, man, it's it's all. It's, I'm I'm trying to get my piece of DNA, piece of DNA, his piece of DNA, something mm-hmm. to to live on, so our name just lives. If and mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do, you got to get you a life insurance policy, and you definitely have to own property for sure, for sure. So, hey, listeners. If y'all working, uh, you know, and you're pretty in, invested in where you're working at, why not? It'll be you'll be looking at your 30 year old self when you're 65, like, man, I was smart. <laughs> Serious, like, get into it, man. The the average person that I know that paid into deferred comp has more money now out drawing off of deferred comp than they did working. Mm. And that's the bottom line. Why? Why? Why are we playing ourselves? That's true. Like, do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's what you know. That's the reward. Like, and for those that don't understand what deferred comp is, deferred comp or an IRA or things of that nature, what we were just speaking on, those things are in addition to an, a pension. And social security and those type of things. Again, like I said before in other podcasts, we shouldn't have to say this, but we are not financial advisors. Mm-hmm. We're not. No. <laughs> this message is approved by me. <laughs> We're not that. How did y'all week go? It's been quite a roller coaster ride. Um. Screaming Eagle, Man. the yeah. boss, yes, the yeah. ninja, all of the above. Ooh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just you know the the seasons changing. So this time of year, people are a little bit more under the weather. I know I have been. So I tell you what, I I have been in some major processing with myself. I really have. Um, Monday and Tuesday was rough for me. Um, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was raining. 
But um, it was definitely raining. <laughs> it was. Um, it's like Seattle, Washington. In here. <laughs> it was pretty tough for me. Um, but it, it's funny because when you you know go about your life and you want to make decisions. And um, lately I've been making important decisions on my life because um, everybody that listening, if you don't know, I have trials for the NBA G League this fall. And um, it takes a lot of sacrifices, a lot of sacrifices, a lot of processing that you have to do with yourself. And um, I told myself, I'm, I, I looked at every single bad snack in my house and I said, <laughs> I'm done with it. No, seriously. I, I took every I clean house. Every single bad thing that I did not need, I took it and I threw it away. And I when I when I threw it away, I made sure I brought it outside and put it in the trash can. Because me, I would have went back and got it if it was still in the house. Sure. But um man, I'm I just had to change my whole rituals of what I'm doing with myself. You know, getting up at four I started getting up at four AM in the morning. Um and I had to, it was hard for me because I like staying up and out. I'm a big gamer. I love playing NBA 2K. And um, I love, after I get done working out, I love coming home and just sitting on the game. And I don't get off to probably 1130 at night. You know, going to bed at 1130 at night and trying to get up at 4 a.m. in the morning, it just doesn't mix, you know. So um, I had to make sacrifices, and um, I, I told myself, okay, this is how much gaming time I'm going to have. This is when I'm going to eat. This is what I'm not going to eat. This is the time I'm going to cut myself off. And um, I realized my mornings have been way better than um, me not um, having a proper plan to myself. Um, what's so crazy was what I knew is Monday it seemed like every bad thing just came all at once, <laughs> just all at once. And I was able to handle myself because of the preparing that I prepared for myself coming to work and coming to um, whatever I was doing. You know what I mean? So I was basically preparing myself for the L because I was able to take the L and still move forward and not let the L affect me. And, 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 and that's what I want to tell listeners, because whoever listening, whatever you're going through, whatever that you've been dealing with, you know, your rituals in the morning of how you prepare yourself will get you through your day. And it totally got me through mine. But um, if it was not me preparing myself for greatness, um, preparing my, my rituals in the morning, um, I probably would have sink. In that Monday and Tuesday with the rain, <laughs> I would most definitely drown. You know, yeah. But this it's important. It's really important, and and I feel so much good. I feel a, a, a power that's in the inside of me. You know, I feel like I can conquer and do anything. Um, but man, them them rituals in the morning, you have to um, prepare yourself. You really do. I can tell you right now. That giving up those snacks this might be the toughest boy. It is. I'm telling you, man, because it'd be about 1130 and I'm I'm going to the cupboard. Raiding the cupboard. What's in there? Mm, Fritos. <laughs> oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's almost like when you do it, like um, because I've been doing it for two weeks now. 
And the first week I did it, it was like my body was craving it. Like, it's crazy. Like your body crave it more than you would crave sex. Like you would think about snacks and you would think about, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm honestly, you know, you would think about what you wow. want to eat. You'd be like, man, I wish I would have ate this. And you'll see something on television, you know. And um, I say like the second week, it became addictive. Like it came addictive where I was addicted to um, not eating that, where I wanted to go work out even more. Um, today was my rest day. I did legs yesterday. Today was my rest day. I wanted to get up this morning. When I got up, I, I, I instantly got up at four and I felt like I did not have nothing to do. And I was supposed to rest. This is a rest day. I said, okay, I worked hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This is a rest day. We're going to jump back on it Friday. And um, I wanted to go to the gym and work out because now I'm addicted. So you have to ride that roller coaster, you know, and that's whatever you're doing in life. You have to ride that roller coaster because that momentum that's carrying you, it's going to carry you to the next level. <laughs> Y'all said no. <"Nah." laughs> Y'all like, hey, I'm not getting up no 4 a.m. in the morning. Well, you know? no, honestly, though. Honest, and all, it's not even 4 a.m. in the morning. It's it's whatever, whatever. I have to wake up at 4 a.m. I choose to right, because right. I want to get a, a more grasp on my 24 hours out of the day. That's the only reason. Don't get me wrong. Whoever listening to this, I did not start off waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning. Um, I was more of a nine o'clock person and I worked myself up, you know, worked myself down. You know, I would start waking up at eight, start waking up at seven, then start waking up at six. And now I'm at four. So you got to do what's ever best for you. You know, whatever tests, whatever goals you have, you have to, conquer them in your own way my way i gotta get that for <laughs> you know like like you saying it is tough to to get up at 4 a.m and, and grind it out but truth be told that's that's where the magic happens it is early bird does get the worm that's when that's how you make sure you get it done it's when a different feeling you wake up that's the first thing you do is you get it done or you're preparing to leave to get it done. Right. It's, a, it's a different feeling, I, I tell you. And and for anybody out there here, I give y'all a challenge too. Um, whatever set, whatever reps you're doing, um, challenge yourself to four, four reps, 25 sets. So that means, what that means is you're doing it four times, but you're doing it 25 times. So like if I'm bench pressing, Whatever weight I have on it, I'm going to lift it 25 times, but I'm going to do it four times. You know what I mean? So that's that's the challenge for whoever's listening and you're working out and you want a challenge and you don't know what you want to do. That's what I'm doing right now. And it's working for me. So um, like like I did my legs yesterday and I did four sets of 25 and I had to do that for 25. I had to do that four sets of 25. I had to do it four times. So, um, you I, you said you act, there's an actual date for fall. It's in the fall. It's going to fall around um, probably August, October. Mm-hmm. So, I have time. But I want to be overly prepared for this. I want to give it my best shot. Like, I want to be great. Like, there's no excuses there's no um slacking 
where I want to be great. Like I'm, I'm tired of living my life, not to the fullest of my full potential because I'm being selfish and wanting to to do things that I know I should not be doing. Like I know I should not be eating fried food and I want to, and I want to play in the NBA. Like I want to, I want to, for me, that works for me because, and I'm speaking for myself, I'm not speaking for anybody else, but I can't eat fried food because if I sit here and eat fried food, I can gain 10 pounds in three days easily. And I don't know why my body is like that, but for me, I got to do what's best for me. And I know what it takes to get there to my full potential. And, um, and another thing is, it's not even, it's more physically too, but mentally too, I had to let a lot of things go in my life to prepare for this. Um, man, I had a lot of hurt where, you know, people have hurt me. Family have hurt me. You know, um, ex-girlfriend has ex-girlfriends left out of my life. You know what I mean? Just a a lot of that. And, And, you know, and I use that as fuel where I tell myself, you know what? I'm going to be so great. They're going to have to see me and they're going to regret what they did to me. You so, know what I mean? And that, and that's power. Are we talking revenge? <laughs> <laughs> well, they say the sweetest revenge is success. And, you know, no, I don't like being hurt because, man, I've, I've been hurt in my life. I, Man, people told me that I could not do things. People told me that I, I wouldn't be anybody. Um, even the goals that I have accomplished now, people told me I couldn't accomplish. And um, I had to look at myself in the mirror and be true to myself and look at myself and not look look for others to give me validation to do this. But realize that um, realize that, you know, that this came from me like this is I'm telling myself I can. I don't need somebody else to tell me um, I can do this if I believe in it, if I make it up in my mind to do this and I believe in it with all my heart. Yes, I can accomplish it. For sure. You know, it's mind over matter. It for, really is. For sure. So we got a question out there. <laughs> <laughs> the the question, I believe this is true, but um, do and it kind of ties into your, your situation. And I'm not trying to like dig uh-huh. into like. No, you're your, good. You're fine, man. <laughs> but like, dude, asked, do girls like cocky, like cocky guys, or like I, I can't, I, I can't even. There's no girls in here. Well, no, no, no. Because what you said when you said about your ex-girlfriend, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I just know, like, I, I remember I started off, like, really nice, mm-hmm. over, you know, doing everything. Like, hey, what do you need? You know, what, what can I do for you? And I got treated with... Like garbage, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, after, uh, you know, I was like, "Man, skip that! I'm not going in. This is done. I'm about to start doing my own thing." She loves me now, like because the cocky guy, uh, 
the appearance of the cocky guy is just a confident guy. Right. Mm-hmm. He's he's sure of himself and the things he wants to do, and that's attractive because that's a that's a positive energy. Right. But see, for me, them people that left out my life, um, I don't take it offensive that they did, because what's so crazy is, and this is how life works. When I'm lost, when I was lost, where I didn't know myself, where I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was just doing the things I seen um, being in the acting like the environment that I was raised in. Then they wanted to be with me. But soon as I start talking greatness, soon as I start saying, this is what I want to do. I want to be great. I want to build. I want my family to be taken care of. Um, I'm tired of living like this. I want to live better. And, and all I ask for you is to say, hey, can you come along? And, 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 and follow this process and, 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 and support me with it, then that's a problem. And they don't want to do it. And, and I feel like a person, that, if you don't want to better yourself, you know, you don't have to get up at 4 a.m. in the morning with me or anything, but if you don't want to better yourself, then there's, you know, it's something wrong. Like you should, five years shouldn't go past and you shouldn't be the same person because time has been wasted. I, I I mean, like, I feel like you, I feel like, you know, something, something, you have to grow and change each and every day, slowly, but surely, you know, and I want, slowly, but surely, for right, sure, you know, and, 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 and I'm, and you know, and it starts from baby steps and then from them baby steps, it starts to big steps, but I want to be great. And, and all this, this processing, it took me four years to get the blueprint for this, for me together. Like, I didn't just start off doing this. I had to take baby steps. And then these baby steps became big steps. And then I look back and I'm like, man, I'm pretty far from where I started off from. I remember when I was so out of shape, um, I would go in the gym and I didn't know where to start. I didn't know where to start. I didn't know what machine to get on. I'm like, man, what, what should I do? And I said, okay, well, I'm going to go to the court and just, just work on my jump shot. And I remember I would shoot three, four jumpers and I'd be out of breath. Like I just ran a mile. Like I was that, I'm not exaggerating. That's how out of shape I was. And I had to make a decision that I'm no longer going to live like this, that I'm no longer going to be, um, what people make me to be where, you know, people call me fat. So I became fat, you know, people was like, Oh, well you're big, Well, you need, you need to eat this big old two or three plates. No, I need to do what's best for me and stop listening to other people. When you listen to other people that have um, no meaning to your life, they don't care about your well-being, then you start becoming what they say about you. Sure. So I had to I had to overcome all that and I had to involve myself with positive people to give me encouragement and, and to give me the right feedback, but also to give me the right criticism as well. Because you, you, you have to, you, you know, how can you learn if a person say you're right all the time because you're not right all the time, you know? So I had to evolve myself around people to give me um, positive and give me the positive and the bad at the same time, but build me up as well, too. For sure. I mean, you, you definitely need to do that. You, you don't need to surround yourself with a circle 
of yes men mm-hmm. because you can get yourself into a false security system then. You need people there that's telling you the truth when needed. Keeping Be- keeping you humble, keeping you motivated, keeping you supported. Right. People don't like the truth though. People don't. They don't. That's they why don't like that. a lot of people think I'm a jerk. <laughs> But I mean, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you, if, this is my thing. If you don't like the truth, then change it because there's something that you're doing that you don't like. That's true. When you hear the truth that you don't like, mm-hmm. and people don't like to hear that, and and I mean, it just it just don't it doesn't feel good every time. Mm-hmm. But I much rather hear the truth and then have something to work on than to be going through my life and I'm really terrible but Kat says yeah you're doing a great job you know that's why I don't agree with like in certain areas like they will give kids everybody on both teams gets a trophy Mm -hmm. I hate that because that's not even you're not even teaching these kids real life I'm not saying like you know be terrible towards the kids, but let them know that, hey, you don't, you don't give everybody a trophy. Everybody doesn't get a trophy, you know, and you're really handicapping these, these people, especially if you're going through years like this, Mm -hmm. you know, so you're, you're actually not, and then you lose credibility when the, you know, the kids get older and then somebody does tell them, hey man, Y'all been winning all these trophies and you play like this or you're you're acting like this, you're weak. And then they hear that and destroys them. And now, you know, the parent that was, you're doing awesome. Well, now they lost credibility because, ma, I, they said I'm butt. <laughs> you know, and, well, hon, you know, you... Well, now I don't even, you know, the kid doesn't even respect... The parent or whatever, whoever is telling them that because now they're finding the truth out after they're of a handicap, being a handicap. So I, yeah, like I definitely need to be told the truth or I'm just going to run. Got to. I'm going to be doing the same old turn that, uh, turn the chorus back on and I'm thinking it's hot. And it's and it's not you know what I'm saying. I, I was raised on the truth, so that's all I know. Mm-hmm. Like my mom kept it straight for one hundred with me. Yeah, from the time I can remember. So that's all I know. I don't know how to, you know, beat around the bush about it. If you ask my opinion mm-hmm. on something, I'm gonna give you an honest opinion of mine. Right, right. right. <laughs> and that's and that's how I was raised too. Um, but you know, the people that you be surrounded by, um, shout out to my best friend, Billy. He was very (laughs) blunt with me about things. You know, he'd be like, man, you know, that was good, but man, that was terrible. That was trash, bro. You got to get rid of that, (laughs) you know, but it, it hurt. But in a way I knew it came out of love. That was his way of helping me become better. But man, you, you got to better yourself. Like, you know, world, whatever you're doing, you know, I don't know if you have a gym pass, even if you're at home, you know, challenge yourself this weekend, do them four sets of 25, 
that's what I'm doing. And it's working. <laughs> and not only does the the working out benefits your body, but it benefits your mind. Mm-hmm. Man, you're so right. You 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 need a physical release so your mind can be in a different state. It needs a, a release as well, but it needs the body to have a physical exertion mm-hmm. to reach that state. That is so true, Charles. Oh and, man. And, and the things <laughs> you do during the day don't coincide with that. It's the exact opposite. You're like reversing your the process of that by sitting down all day, by eating packaged processed foods, mm-hmm. by looking and staring at computers and TV screens and phones, all of that lowers your drive, your energy level. <laughs> so like when you were a kid, you would play every day, mm-hmm. all day. Yep. And that's the happiest you was. Man. For real. Anybody no fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I just want to play. What you want to play? I don't know. Yep, I don't just want to play. Yep, let's go outside. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Or, or or we'll or we'll watch wrestling and want to do the move that we just saw. Our favorite move. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, anybody out there? You know, I I'm going to call this the Jordan Challenge. You know, are we the most obese country out of all the countries? I think we're up there. If we're not. Mm-hmm. So man, I think man, it, uh, I mean, it's a, it's our diet and it's our exercise. It I is. Mean, that's what it boils down to. It's nothing else. It is. You have to move. You have to be coherent of what you're putting in your body. Processed, refined sugar, high fructose corn syrup. Mm-hmm. You name it. The more you limit, the better you limit that. Intake into your, your body, the better off you are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and and it's crazy because we're talking about food. Um, I this weekend I had a cheat. The weekend is my cheat days, so I usually go and get what whatever I been wanting uh, through, through the week, and I go there and get it. Um, and I want to ask you. What would you done in this? So, you know, I'm, I'm super hungry. Okay. Um, I like going to subway and I love getting their, um, Philly cheese steak. I don't know what it is. I just like it. (laughs) You like subway better than now. Don't now. It was just something I just wanted. I don't know why, but it was just something that planted in my head Friday that I want a Philly cheese steak from subway. That's what I wanted. So um, I didn't want to go in, but at the same time, I like going in because I like seeing how they're doing my food. I was just going to say you do drive through Subway. <laughs> I, I haven't done. So let me tell you, I learned years. my lesson and I want to ask y'all, what would y'all have done if in this situation? So I went through the drive through. Because you did, you did go through the drive through. I went through the drive through. Strike two on the first pitch. <laughs> I, I was being lazy. I didn't want to get out, mm-hmm. so I I most definitely went through the drive through. Mm-hmm. And um, first off, I, I I do not like unprofessionalism. Um, I went. I pulled up there. They had me waiting for like ten minutes. You waited. Hold on. Oh, man, Have I'm you ordered? You. 
Have you placed an order yet? <laughs> well, no. I pulled up and the guy said, hey, hold on just a second. I'll be right with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so luckily, you know, I had something to take my mind off. It was something on Facebook that caught my attention. And I was looking at it and, I, and I'm realizing like, man, I'm sitting here for a minute. So he finally gets on the intercom. Okay. And uh, it's a totally different guy. He was like, hey, um, I'm sorry about the wait. He was like, can't place your order. So, you know, I learned from going to Subway. You just can't tell them, hey, I want pickle, mustard, ketchup, everything. You know what I mean? You can't just, you have to take your time and tell them because you want your sandwich and everything to be made right. Proper. The proper. So I'm telling him what I want on my sub. And I got a six inch sub and I'm telling him what I want on my sub. And I was ordering two subs. The guy was so unprofessional. He was like, I, I, I think I said, because I wanted um, sweet ter- the sweet ter- onion teriyaki sauce is pretty good. That's dope. It's really good. Um, so I told him, I said, hey, I want I want sweet onion on there. And then I want teriyaki sauce. And, I, you know, I haven't I don't know why I said it that way. And the guy was like, bro. No, he said, "Bruh." He said, we don't have no sweet onion and teriyaki. And, you know, the first thing I got offensive, like I really did. And I wanted to, to be jab back, like, you know what I mean? Like Cause you I, go to work now. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> so so he was like, bruh, you know, he, and that's how he said he didn't say bro or bruh. He said, bruh, you know, <laughs> he said, um, we don't have no sweet onion teriyaki. And I said, well, what do you put on your um on your you know on your chicken on your chicken for the teriyaki sauce? Oh, it's sweet onion teriyaki. Oh, he did you like that? Yeah, and, and I'm like, oh. and I wanted, I wanted, <laughs> I swear, I wanted to go off because it it it, it sparked it a fuse in my body. But again, we're preparing, preparing for the L's, so I, I I my mindset was prepared. So I took it, I took the L, and I said, you know what? I said, yeah, that's it. He said, um, he said, what, what else you want on that sandwich? I said, um, I want, you know, pickle. I'm telling my comments that I want and different things like that. And, um, you know, he was just so unprofessional. And um, the thing that got me was after I finished my order telling him what I want, he said, all right, bro, pull up. That's how, he, that, that's exactly what he said. All right, bro, pull up. <laughs> he hated making And I'm sandwich. just like. And I'm like, bro, are you are you kidding me? Like, I, I'm just thinking, like, man, you in a professional place, you at Subway, you you're making my sandwich, and you're talking to me like I'm at a flea market or something on. <laughs> hey, what's so what's so what's so funny? <laughs> what's so funny you know? to me though is why? Like, I'm getting my sub out of a back door or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like, hey, just come around the back door here. Here's your sub. You know what I mean? Like. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's so funny? Why, hey, why is there, why is there a difference be, between him calling you bro and bruh? Why, no why did the bruh make you more mad? I, I guess I wasn't that tight with him, so I'm just half bruh. I guess, I guess that I don't know what that means, you know. But, <laughs> but I mean, I'm really thinking like, bro, you you're really trying to be a comedian right now, you know what I mean? So I pull up. I pull up and I'm thinking like how the most how the most effective effective way I can let him know that I did not appreciate what he just said to me and how he handled me as a customer. So I was like, how can I say this in a jokeful way, but put it where it hurts him, like, you know, hit it where he felt it, you know, Um, and I wanted to pull off. I wanted to pull off. 
but I couldn't pull off because I gave him my money already. Oh, and another dude, three. another dude came and got my, and the dude that came and got my money. Thank God he wasn't making my sandwich because he looked at like he just got out of the bed. I mean, no teeth, everything, just, just, just crusty. Like seriously. But he filled up all the trays <laughs> where the. <laughs> Food came out of. I, they had what him, else is he doing? They had prep. him, they had him dealing with prep. the money. He, it, he didn't have prep. no gloves on. That's but, what it's called. He food but prep. <laughs> he's filling the trays up. Food prepping? Yes, he's that, food prepping. But this guy, he was so crusty looking, man. And his hair was down. And I'm just like, you know, and I try not, and I try to be nice. I try to treat everybody the same, you know. So I'm trying not to look at his mouth. And he's just smiling at me. <laughs> and, you know, I hand him my money. I hand him my money. And the guy come, the guy, um, come to the window and he said, um, it's going to be an extra charge for this. And I'm like, okay, this is my opportunity because he's here. This is the guy that was speaking to me crazy on the intercom. I'm going to let him feel me. So I, I told him, I said, you know, I said, man, y'all having a ball in there, man. I said, um, and you making my sandwich? How do you have time to? Joke around with me and make my sandwich at the same time. I hope you're making it right. And I laughed. And he felt that, you know, I, I meant what I said because he went back in the back and I heard him. He was like, yeah, he tried to make a joke, man, about his sandwich, man. Um, I hope he don't tell the manager on us. That's that's exactly what he said. So, um, you know, he came back. He was like, oh, it's free cookie day. <laughs> and one of the guys was like, no, it's not free cookie day. It was, that was yesterday. Well, I'm going to give him a free cookie then. I'm going to give him a free cookie. So he gave me a free cookie, gave me my sandwich. My sandwich and everything was made right. But at the same time, I wanted to leave so bad. So I, the, the question is, what would y'all have done in that situation? Would y'all would have left or would you would have stayed and let him know, you know, that you didn't appreciate? Or would you went to the manager and told him? I'm not a manager guy. I don't care about talking to your manager because that's beyond the confrontation between me and you. Mm-hmm. Give me my money back. Man. See, Charles, it's well, unfair, man. You know because what? Charles always make it because that's what I should have did. No. Nah, you got your sandwich. Was it nice? <laughs> was it good for you? It, it was good. It was good. But it's no telling what he was what he was doing back there. I'm, but this is where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I'm already, like you said, I'm already playing myself because if I don't go in to order, You're already I'm, in. I'm yeah. tripping. Right. Especially in a place that shows you what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, like. And that's what I should have did. And then I'll, I'll bounce. If I walk in a place and I see it ain't the way I want it to be, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. here. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very picky, though, about my. <laughs> by portion size and sandwich makings anyway. Mm-hmm. So I need to be able to look and be like, ah, ah, a little bit more of that or uh-huh. a little bit less. Yeah, don't right. put that tomato right there that's green in the middle because I don't like that. Because <laughs> yeah. when I bite into that, the texture is right. incorrect. I don't like that. Now, would you have left or what would you have done in that I, situation? Me personally, I would have just, oh, oh. <laughs> and just left like cause I don't trust you now mm-hmm. like I don't cause if I say something if I say what I want to say and I'm still getting my food I don't trust no I don't right. trust I don't get I don't not trusting what you've done and and I'm at Subway 
It doesn't matter if you didn't spit in my food. If you put that tomato with the green middle, <laughs> I'm mad. This my sandwich is done, fam. You could have just had the the, <laughs> the hand condom on. Oh man! And just grab my meat with your whole hand, and then put it on my bread, and I got a problem, man. <laughs> I don't like that. Pity pat both. <laughs> and then put your on the bread. I got a problem. Man, I saw a guy. I saw a guy have a glove on. And he was scratching his beard. No. And still touching the lettuce. No. And putting the lettuce in tacos. And I told him. I called him out. I said, no. I said, I see you scratching your beard with the glove on. You're going to have to give him my money back. And he tried to deny it. <laughs> That's fine. You might not have been scratching it. Guess what? I just don't want any tacos anymore. Right. I need that money back. For sure. Because there's DNA tacos. on that now. I mean, the man was just Follicles. sitting there, neck risen, man. He just neck scratching, risen. man. Just, just scratch his beard in days, you know? And, man, this dude was grabbing the lettuce with the same hand. He didn't switch it. He didn't. I'm watching this man. I've, I've seen people take money like that, do the register. Yeah. And then come yeah. back and... Order up. Okay. What? No, 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 no. Typewriter in your. There's a thousand of those in that box. Get another set. Oh, man. Don't be doing. Don't be typewriter in your beard. <laughs> what you need? No. I don't want this you, anymore. You need some Parmesan cheese. <laughs> There's already enough in my sandwich. <laughs> I don't want that. But, like, man, I, I'm for Like, I am very, I'm probably difficult when it comes to my food anyway, mm-hmm. because I just, I'm a texture person and I'm a, I'm a portion person. And I've said it before. I just, you know, I gotta, I gotta, it has to be correct or else my appetite is not there. So you like a, like large portions. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like large I don't like Lark. I always get laughed at. Everybody laughs at me. So are you the type of person that go into the Chinese, you know, in the mall, the Chinese spot in the mall, and they put in the sesame or general soul chicken in your in your tray, and you know they got the little cubby holes. Are you the type of person to say, hey, can I have a little extra more of that? Or can you, or, or you know, or can you put a little more in that? Are you that type of person? I'm not that type of person. <laughs> but put it like this. If we're at Popeye's. Uh-huh. And they give me that thigh <laughs> that is bigger than what the chicken should look like. I don't want that one because that's not that's a steroid thigh. Uh, what have you been feeding him? I just don't like big. I just don't like big portions of. So you like meat. Them just normal size, just regular normal. Like oh, don't. Oh, <laughs> oh, Charles always laughing at me, man. But I, that's serious. Like uh, if I'm at. Alexander Steakhouse, give me the regular size steak. Mm. I don't need the <laughs> the seventy two ounce. Eat this, and everybody eats for free in here tonight. The, the ingredients are different. There's more ingredients. Like I've said it before, the king size snicker. You know? Do you know why it's not like if you go to the store right now and you go buy a snicker and it's king size? Uh-huh. They have two. Different Snickers in there, and it's just Dude, a, a king me. size Snickers. You're kidding me, for real. But back in the old days, it people was one. it was one whole Snicker. Seriously, and it tasted like one whole 
snicker. You know what's so more crazy? caramel, more nougat, and it didn't taste like a regular snicker. But I never noticed that. Oh, I noticed. Or maybe because I never get a pause. I never get a king size snicker. <laughs> but I never noticed that the the cho- when you bite into it, there's <laughs> bigger chocolate. Slabs that fall off of it. I've never <laughs> ate a big Easter bunny. It's nasty. Who's gonna? Did you? I don't want that. I, I don't. Ate, I ate a half of one before. How big was it? <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Pause. It was. <laughs> I don't even want to ask that question. Time out. <laughs> this was, is, how big was the chocolate rabbit? Oh um, man, it was an arm. It was a <laughs> <laughs> time out. Now, can you eat peeps? Peeps? No. Can you eat peeps? I ate them a couple of times. I can't do it. I don't want colored marshmallow. I, this, I don't do food coloring. So things mm. that's supposed to be one color mm-hmm. and you want to play games and turn them another color, <laughs> leave me out of it. Yes. I'll never eat green eggs and ham. That, no, no, I can't do that. Who does that, Doctor Seuss? You know what's so no. crazy? I can't. I don't see. You know, at bachelorette parties, they be having the cakes with the with the booty and all that. Oh, I won't eat. I won't eat a booty. I can't. I can't. I could not eat it. Like, I can't eat and it. I even see, and even not even that, they have cakes with babies. The, the babies are, and they're eating the baby. I, 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 it's just something in my mind that cannot do that. You know, <laughs> I need a regular cake. Just a regular cake. I just need to. I, I don't need it to look like Spider Man. <laughs> I don't need it to look like anybody except for a cake. And and I'm so ridiculous with cake. I don't even like. I'd rather not have that. Store icing on it mm-hmm. either. You can give me, I'll eat a pound cake, bro. You're better than me because I'm telling you, when I was little, I didn't play about no, don't put no plastic things in my cake. None of them. I don't want them plastic toys, I don't want nothing sticking out of my cake. Just say my name on it. That's it. I'm with you. I scrape off the, I have very minimal icing on it, very joint. minimal, mm-hmm. just enough to know it was there. And and a matter of fact, I prefer the whipped, the whip, yeah, the whipped icing that kind of tastes like Cool Whip, uh-huh. buttercream, whip. buttercream, yeah. That is good. And I, 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 I'll eat a pound cake in a second. And, and uh, uh, what's the mother? The the penis cakes. Oh, that man, will bro, never bro, for, for one. <laughs> my boys better not never bring me that. any penis cake. Like you, you better no. It's not funny. Like it, I'm not about to it's sit here f- and eat that. Speaking of penis cakes, shout out to the judge that sentenced my man. Did y'all see this? Guy spent 23 years in jail. Just got out, and the White Sox gave him his job back as the groundskeeper. That's the terriblest. Wow. Wrongfully accused of rape. Wow. And they gave him his job back as a groundskeeper. Yeah. Is he going to get like a, a pension from the state or something? That, that I don't know. I'm sure he has an open lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Man, that is crazy, man. Crazy. You know what's so crazy to me is when you hear about people going to prison for that long of time, I've never seen one that was hot. Like, I know if I... Man, well, I can't even say I, I don't know. But if I was wrongfully accused, you would think when you get out... 
I'm going off on the whole world. And usually the guys that are falsely accused, they come out and they're like, I'm just grateful, blah, blah, blah. Because, man, they had to come to terms of being in there. Mm-hmm. How would you how how do you think you would deal with that? Like you said, but I, then I will probably be like them because man, you got to change your mind. Your mind's not the same mind that speaks like we're speaking now. Right, right. But yeah, ideally, I would be coming out. Hey, where's the dude that got uh, OJ out? I need him because mm-hmm. we going to trial on For, these cats. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm suing you. everybody. For sure. Because like, his, his mindset is going to be different. Like, I remember when one of my cousins, but they've been, the, they was in the pen for about, since they was 18 and they got out at 43. And when I tell you when he came home, he would literally stand in front of a door, like the bathroom door or any door that you have to open. He would stand there for like a minute waiting for it to open because he was so used to the doors just automatically opening you know, from when they was in when in the pen. Mm-hmm. So it's the, his mindset is going to be like, told, he going to look at this world and be like, wow, man, things have really changed. Man, that this is crazy to me. Like, and it's funny because I've at like, there's a special on Netflix about like the prisons in Norway. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. I, yeah. Like the 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 prisons in Norway look like apartments. Wow! So they got a kitchen, they got a they got a, a bathroom, and they got a living room. Mm. So when you're going to prison over, you know, and 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 this is probably for things that doesn't require a maximum security mm-hmm. prison. Right. Prison, but these prisons look like. Uh, many houses, mm. and our prisons just look like. <laughs> I can't even tell. I mean, it's, it looks they're terrible. Well, yeah. that's the difference between for-profit prisons, and, and, right? And and it's amazing because I ask people about. I don't even say anything else because then when I start telling them more about why they do it, Mm -hmm. then their mind changes. And some of them, some of their minds don't change. And that was what really amazes me. But like, oh, those guys should never get any of that. Mm -hmm. But then they expect these people to come into the world and live a regular life when that's way be, that's irregular the whole time. 20 years in a, a concrete jungle is not realistic for you to come out here and be successful. So I then I go into the numbers. Six it's like forty percent of people who go to prison in Norway, in one of those prisons, go back. Mm-hmm. I believe that. here in the states, sixty five percent of people go back to prison. And one the thing that the guy said on there, and I was like. You didn't. You don't really think about it because you're not there. Mm-hmm. But he was like, "We are trying to make these people. Um, they're, they're trying to get these actually rehabil like rehabilitate these people. Mm-hmm. So when they get out, he wants these people to be able to offer something to society again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, like you're really 
building a person. Like, yes, you're locked up, so you can't do whatever you want. But now I know, man, I can achieve this. I can live good and change myself. And, you know, you tell, you know, people here this Mm -hmm. story. I I don't think they should ever get that. I was like, wow. Well, man, we're not really trying to rehabilitate rehabilitate anybody. It's 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 hard for people to be rehabilitated when you're inside of the matrix. Mm-hmm. So if you don't believe in the matrix, ask yourself this. <clears throat> Just think about this. Everybody that knows anything about the matrix knows, like the scene where it's. Just like falling code, mm-hmm. where it looks like it's raining, right? Right. right. Well, those are numbers and symbols, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, the real world doesn't look like that to you, but if you slow it down, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. It is. Just think about this: what in nature that is made by nature is a square. <laughs> that's deep. Look at your environment that isn't nature. Count the squares. Everything is a square. Mm-hmm. That's the matrix code. Man. That's deep, man. You know, you know they scientists believe that we're living in a matrix because they said that um, when they study space, and they study the universe, it's all in the code. It's like computer codes. They're similar to computer codes of how things are designed, the earth, everything, you know? I mean, we're, I mean... It's the Fibonacci sequence. Explain that. What is that? Explain that. What you were speaking to, it's a code that everything has a replicated pattern of some pattern to make itself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like a flower, like your fingerprint. You see what I mean? Like that field of grass. Mm-hmm. Each is a blade, but those are the same blades replicated hundreds of millions of times to create the pattern of the field. Right. I but you know. You. One thing they said that I was watching that that uh, really caught my attention, they were saying that talking about you know if we did have doppelgangers, like if we say if another person of ourselves lived in a universe and we another universe and they came and we met, they said that we wouldn't even recognize ourselves because in our minds we look different than how people see us. You know what I mean? So what they're saying is like how we think we look like, you know, if we was looking through somebody else's eyes, we would think differently with what we, what we really look like in somebody else's eyes. For you sure. would, but I definitely would see. I would know my, one of myself. When I see myself. <laughs> oh, for sure. I got a couple of p- people right now that's doppelgangers that I'm like, man, that punk look just like me. <laughs> one of them I can't stand. Mm-hmm. And. I hate, well, I'm going to say it, but somebody, people say I I look like Lloyd. You definitely look like Lloyd. I don't, I I don't, he looks like me, first of all. 
Long hair, don't care. Yeah, he, he looks like he looks like me. But like when you go to Google Image and like I got pictures in my phone of me doing whatever, and then I see this dude, I'm like, this punk look just like me. But you know what? I can relate to that because when I had my hair cut, people told me I look like Magic Johnson. <laughs> I, pro- <laughs> I promise they did. And you know what? I looked at some. Don't you start, Charles? <laughs> I looked at some things of Magic Johnson and when I had my hair cut. I was like, you know what? I do look like Magic. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, I, get, I get the Alonzo morning. I get the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Jerry Rice. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you, hey, you, you gotta do. look like Alonzo <laughs> Hey, what's, what's so crazy, man? Like, it's more of us, too. Like, I seen this one kid. He's He was in high school killing. Like, he got a mixtape and everything. Mm-hmm. The punk shot, the jump shot. I was like, that looks like me. Taking that. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, I, I, I we totally got him, man. I, 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 I didn't totally believe agree. that. Like, everybody has a twin. For I didn't. Sure. I didn't mm-hmm. believe that, man. That I got multiple about, twins. About three of them. <laughs> for sure. And you know what? I'm wondering if the one, the movie, the one is real. If I take them all out, do I gain their power? <laughs> <laughs> well, you better get started, then. Man, I'm telling you, I will mess around and take over the. I take over the earth. I can hoop and sing, and do what I do right now. Man, that's Chris Brown. See <laughs> breezy. That's man, crazy. Man, but speaking of like crazy things like that. So have you seen this 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 YouTube thing that's going like viral? Like everybody's talking about it. And um what they're doing is these people get paid top dollars, okay? Now listen, top dollars, okay? To eat like whatever a person wants them to eat, maybe they like the sound of cracking shrimp. So they uh, they have a video, they have a mic like this, and I promise, check this out. So they crack the shrimp, and the person be whispering, and they be like, "I just cracked the shrimp." I <laughs> seen a black lady sauce. eating a pickle. Yes, yes, and her mouth is the cleanest she thing. She, <laughs> her mouth is all clean. She got the lipstick all pretty on her mouth and everything else looks look crazy this but sounds like a hardy's commercial even they even got like rubbing carpet like my hands rubbing like somebody would like that and i'd be like i'm rubbing my hands you know like <laughs> what i'm serious and people will request of these things like brushing hair um sounds with your mouth like people oh. will want and and I'm just like, are you kidding me? But you know what? It's crazy, but everybody has a thing that they do that is weird. <laughs> that are it's done behind closed doors. Hey, she was crunching that pickle too. She was. It was a, <laughs> she was and people, eating them pickles like they was classic. <laughs> she, I mean, you just saw how she pulled like it the out. Store man. dropped them. Them boys was kosher. <laughs> It was crispy, man, and and nothing dripped from her mouth. She did it so professionally, man. She was crunching it so, through her jaws because her mouth so, was closed. She wasn't even chewing with her mouth open. So time out. So people are requesting their weird <laughs> things. Eat that oh, for me. Man. Oh wait. So it's it's 
wherever they want you to eat. All I see, see you eat. I stopped after I seen this lady eating a pickle. I was like, I'm not going to watch this. Yeah. It's just crazy. What? Like, I, I don't I even don't... eat pickles like this. Why am I going to watch her? <laughs> Sounds like. So what else are they eating? Are they eating shrimp, food? Shrimp, anything, anything these people request. And they say that it does something to your mind where it triggers something in your mind. Look, I thought it was weird. I'm like, dude, this is some sick. Like, what do you want to see him eat? I, I don't want to see him eat. Anything. Yeah, you do. What do you want to see him eat? <laughs> nah, I think I'm. I think I'm good. What man. about you, Todd? You know, I take that back. I, I take that back. I would love to see Rihanna. Okay. Wait a minute. I didn't Time know. Out. I, didn't know <laughs> I didn't know this was celebrity eat whatever I say. If I want, if I chose nah, to see nah, somebody no. eat, it's that black lady that was eating the pickle. Which what she's eating Bro. for you? What's your request? Rihanna? No, no, the black lady that eating the pickle. No, I, I couldn't. I, I, it was hard seeing her eat the pickle. Yeah. So what would you like her to eat now? Nah. I'm, so I was, what would you like? What, 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 if you had to choose, if you had to choose, what would you choose? Something silent. <laughs> <laughs> dipping dots. Something that melts. You hey, if you're smacking gone. dipping dots, you're savage. <laughs> what are you doing? You're, what's the fact? What's the do? Like, I was disgusted at there's a part in Lord of the Rings. When fam is eating his grapes so hard <laughs> that the juice from the grape is going oh, down his man. lip. Just busting out of his I'm face. Like, <laughs> that is just like, and and uh, whoever they. Uh, that whoever, was a little dwarf, wasn't it? Gim, Gim, not Gimli. Is that his name? Gimli. It was he. I seen him eat some some stuff like that. <laughs> he was eating like it was medieval times out there. Bro. His beard was, was had all the residue of what he ate. It wasn't him, but it was just as bad. But family took a bite and was like, "Hell!" And juice. How did you feel, Todd? Disgusted. <laughs> it was a big grape too. <laughs> that's yeah, not I a regular sized grape. So would you eat a grape that's the size of a tennis ball? No. It depends if I sweet. really if I really like grapes. They're real sweet. <laughs> if I really like What's them have you seen them grape the the larger size grapes? Yeah. I don't like those. I don't. It's too big. <laughs> so you don't like big things. You like things that's a normal size. I like normal. Like it's- <laughs> hey, Charles is always laughing at me. But, hey, man. Like, on to, where is that coming from? Like, I wouldn't be able to live in bedrock. <laughs> with any of the Flintstones or his family and friends. You wouldn't eat a... a- Brontosaurus ribs. No, oh I can't even God. eat turkey legs. It's too much. I, it's too. First of all, I'm holding the turkey leg <laughs> with the grasp of my whole hand. Yes, the drums. The drummy's very brolic. I can hit you with the with the uh, with the leg, and it. You turn around like you got an attitude, like man, you who hit me with that? That's too big. I don't like that. How how heavy is the bone? The 
bone's probably heavier than a regular piece of chicken leg. I don't like that. So right. the the globe, the globe grapes. So let me ask you this. If your wife cooked a big piece of chicken and she put it on your plate and handed it to you, what would you say? She already knows not to do that. So you you want the baby leg. Put it like this. Cut it in half. I don't need the baby leg. I, the baby leg's better than the big leg, though. But she, my wife must have tried to trick me, and I just I can smell the trick. <laughs> she came in with a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> Was it was it was it the whole thing? The whole chicken. So you don't you don't like? I'm not that. eating that. You was afraid of that? <laughs> I'm not eating. The- uh, I'll eat a whole one of them. A I whole won't. one. Well, you thought it was gonna Matter come fact, alive I, If I see it in its whole form, <laughs> this is done. I don't want to see. It. I won't eat chicken quarters with the leg in the and the in the wing together. With the hole in the middle, it better be separated. Oh, or man. else I can't. I'm like, with you. I don't really like the leg and the thigh together. I don't. That's nasty. I can't eat rotisserie chicken unless I didn't see it. And I will eat a, a again. I will eat a whole one of those. That is so funny. Man. Like, I a, just like a wolf. So wait a minute. <laughs> Out of the canister. Oh. Hold on, man. I can't. We gotta go back to this. Hold on. So you cannot see the whole chicken. I just, can't see. You the can't whole... see it just laying there. I don't want any of. I can like I'll dissect it. Do you like Thanksgiving? It's not my favorite holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No, no. But do I you li- like it? I, I like it. Am I going to eat a lot of turkey? No. So you don't want to see them clean it? No. I mean, I can now turkey is okay. Like I, I can you know <laughs> cut the meat off of the turkey. Hand me a leg or a wing if you want from the turkey. It's not happening. I won't eat that. I'm with you on that. I don't eat mm-hmm. wings or turkeys. Uh, turkey no. legs. I, I have been known to eat a turkey leg like at the fair or something, but that's not a ritual. Mm. No. It's not like all oh, the fairs right. here. I'm gonna get that turkey leg. Never. I've been places like. I'm going to get that turkey leg because the rest of this is mm-hmm. not up to par. I'm going to get that yeah, for $7 or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mm, I won't mess. I will, I, like, that's, I, a, I, that, that's a lot of meat. That's nasty to me. Like That's, that's barbaric. And I am, I'm not a barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking around with a huge drummy with. Only thing you have is one napkin and a tin foil covering the uh, handle. <laughs> I don't want that. It's nasty. Well, you know they do inject different things in different food. They do because right now um, they're saying with Canelo, with the drug that he got tested for. They lying. Canelo been <laughs> telling y'all. Canelo's my guy. He was trying to knock Triple G out. Yo. Hey. Don't let it. Yeah, it was in the food. It was in the needle. It was in the water. It was in the air. He yeah, was, he was doing. Doing He was smoking steroids. <laughs> he was going to try and knock Triple G out of the ring. Well, they were saying that you know, if you visit Carcass. Mexico and you eat the ground beef, this drug is in the ground beef because that's what they feed the animals. This drug and the drug and the drug is not like a 
a strength increaser or anything like that. It's basically, and I feel proud of myself because Charles shaking his head. I did my homework, Charles. <laughs> so the drug is basically <laughs> like it makes you lose weight and it gives you energy. What's the name of it? Oh man, I haven't did yeah, that far. Come my on, homework. <laughs> <laughs> tell us the name of it, Charles. I know you know. I don't know how to pronounce it. It starts with a C. I forgot. How to it. <laughs> but like Floyd Mayweather, you know, he had to speak about it, and he said that the fight should still happen. I think that it should too. If it's not, if it's something that is not making him be stronger or making him faster, it's just cutting weight and giving him energy. I think that it should still happen. What I, do you think? I disagree, and he is—he—he's my guy. Like I said, when we're talking about combat sports, anything that you're doing that's against the rules, you're trying to kill me now. <laughs> what are you doing then? Right, that's true. No, we're not fighting. You got a dirty fighter over here. I'm living my life clean. He's trying to take my livelihood from me because he can't make weight. Because he's trying to come in here too strong. No, it's part of the game. Everybody's subject to it. No. Well, Triple G said he's going to be there on Seco de Mayo Day. Because he knows he can. Yep. He's not worried about anything. Right. He said doing. he said he still wants the fight to go on. He said he, he still wanted to go on. Now, now, Pete Game, reverse that. If Mike Tyson ever <laughs> tested positive for steroids, <laughs> nobody's fighting him. The no. People didn't want to barely fight him as it is. Exactly, he's a junkyard dog. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm never getting in the ring. Triple with him. G is not scared of Canelo because mm-hmm. he already stood in front of him and took his best shot. His best shot. So that's why Canelo was like, "Are oh, you going to stand there and take my best shot? Okay, I'm going to go go load the truck up. <laughs> take this." <laughs> And I, I feel him on that. It's like, for real? You going to yeah. stand there? Okay, nah, he, stand he there going, next week. And you're going to be getting a check from the state. He was going he was going to do more than punch his lights out. Yeah. He was, he was trying to end his life, like you said. Man, believe, believe it. He, a smirk would come to his face if he seen Pam on the ground seizing. He was watching the tape of the last fight. Was like, nah, that ain't gonna happen again. <laughs> Call him up, get it over here. <laughs> Put it in the meat. In the meat, Canelo. In the meat. <laughs> For real though. Hey. Oh man. Yeah, but dog, you, he's he's cheating. He's cheating. Yes, he's cheating. Yeah, you. Uh, A lot of them are cheating. That's but true. he's definitely cheating. It's confirmed. They caught him. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I tell hey you man, what. Why, your, uh, why did that piece of chicken look like a brontosaurus rex? <laughs> He's just pouring it on it when it's done. <laughs> I, but you know what's so crazy? I was in the floor of Mayweather. <laughs> and he said people would literally get mad because he didn't want to drug test them and try to sue him. Because he wanted a drug test. Because he knows people. This is the bottom line, guys. This is the thing that people that don't have the inside or friends or the know of professional sports. Them guys are tired. (laughs) Them guys' bodies hurt. Mm -hmm. They all do certain things to be able to play the game that they play. Some of those things, 
they probably shouldn't be doing. So when you get outside of the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, because those are commissioned by leagues, the rest of these things are independent in leagues, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to agree to be in this league, but they're making up a league because of their independence. Mm -hmm. So to be a professional boxer, you're not in a league. You're your own fight, your own program, your own everything. Right. You get tested by different commissions, but some of them are as a matter of here's $25 to get the test or here's $100 to get the test, and it comes back no matter what. Right. Then that's a fact, and especially in boxing. Boxing is one of the most dirtiest sports in professional sports because of the there's just think of this. How many belts do you need for a heavyweight or any champion? There's multiple belts because there's multiple federations and organizations because this is a global thing. Mm -hmm. The things we're talking about are all American baseball, basketball, football. Those are American leagues. This is a global game. So there's belts four, five, seven, eight belts per weight. Mm -hmm. It's like scholarships. Yeah, so there's different rules, different stipulations. So there's it's it's a variety of rules. So people can play in rules that are more benefit for what, what they do. Right. Some people bend the rules. What I've learned is at the top of everything, the pinnacle, the elite, they're always trying to blur the lines of the rules. They're always conversating with the officiating. They always have their hand on the the throttle, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. They always are trying to do something that is either a questionable call or not. Right. And since they're on the better side, they get that call often. So that's why you do that. And that's part of the edge that you need when you're competing at the highest level. Because when you're at the highest level, everybody's the same. You're matching wits. You're matching defense. You're matching offense. You're both going. And all you're waiting on is somebody to have a break in one of those things. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference. (laughs) This is intentional danger for you.